Episode 98, The Countdown to 100, 6, 5, 4. Hey, Gut Plus Science listeners, it's Nikki and our foundational show. This show, Gut Plus Science, is about to hit episode 100. We are so pumped and we want to celebrate for a couple of episodes. So we've been recapping, we're celebrating. We want to give shout outs to some of these um, top rated show guests. So we took a look at the top 100 foundational shows and looked at the highest ratings and we're just shouting out and giving some love and sharing some snippets. We can never, you know, take that content, that great content in just one fail swoop and implement that. Like there's so much to learn by repeating what we're listening to and really letting it absorb. So we are featuring the top nine shows over these three episodes up until 100 to just really take those nuggets and let them sink in. And so today we're going to showcase episode six, five, and four with some key takeaways. We'd love for you to share your love and share your thanks and insights that you've taken away from the episodes. Well, let's get to it. Number six, Michael Crafton. So number one, happy employees create happy customers. And it's crucial to maintain emotional ownership from employees regarding what your company is trying to accomplish, helping your employees see that they are number one and providing the freedom for a staff to make decisions empowers them to feel happiness and then feel engagement and fuel sustainable growth and success for them in the organization. Uh, number two, rely on employee referrals for hiring. So employees are our best advocate to bringing in new potential hires or or the people that are going to stick with us that properly fit the culture of our business. It's incredibly expensive to hire, to lose new hires quickly, and we can save time and money by relying on our strongest brand advocates, which are our engaged employees to help us in this process. So figure out some kind of an incentive that's strategic to help get them engaged in the referral uh, process of bringing in new staff. Uh, Number three, dynamic company culture must adapt. So the needs and wants of staff are ever changing, like every day. So develop an array of creative benefits, providing constant opportunities for enhancing communication, fostering mentorship and coaching, and developing for professional skills. So above all, actively listen to employees, asking them for feedback, and then staying connected and communicating back to them what you heard and what you're doing to move forward on their suggestions and their, their challenges. And number four, set your priorities. So don't do yourself a disservice by searching for new employees purely based on hard skills. Rethink this idea and assess culture first and uh, talent second and skills third. Focus on individuals who bring energy, charisma, passion, and buy into the goals of the company. That passion will be what um, you can learn and then craft. Number five, top rated show, Jonathan Reynolds. First of all, what about your culture code or how do you define your culture with like a set uh, core list of values, if you will? Um, It's so important that your leaders not just see this written on the wall somewhere in your organization, but they can 
you know, repeat these, they have them memorized, they make decisions based on these key terms that make up your culture code, or Jonathan calls it your live values. I think that is just so great. Um, Number two, so when having tough conversations, which are so crucial to have, it's one of those things that no one loves to have them, but we can't put them off. It's important to um, gather your thoughts and make them factual so that you can present the facts to the table and empower your people to have tough conversations so that that gossip doesn't happen in your organization. Because when we don't hit things on the head, then people are talking behind the scenes and it's just a bunch of wasted time. So um, empowering your people to have tough conversations, I think, is very key. And most importantly, bringing the facts to the table to present to that other person so that it's not... Um, not so much arguable information. I think that's that's great. And third is as a CEO or president or key executive, it's so important to have a group of peers that you're learning from. And I, I love Jonathan's idea of reaching out to someone new every week and having a conversation, someone that you can peer learn from, pick their brain, they pick yours, and just making that a habit to consistently develop new relationships that can help you grow and you can help them grow. And number four, Liam Ford. Here's a couple takeaways. Number one, eliminate silos, period. Number two, spend time teaching and inspiring people in your organization on how they can serve others and making that just an instilled way of being, serving other people. Number three, adopt the habit of getting yourself in the zone, helping someone else get in the zone, and then always working to spend more time in the zone. It's where our very best work happens. And finally, identify the best people in your organization to champion training and then to teach the rest. So teaching your highly engaged and great communicators to teach the rest of the crew, gosh, nothing can be better. And I love that idea from Liam. Wonderful countdown today. Six, five, four, Michael, Jonathan, Liam, you all are awesome. Thank you for sharing all that you did and congratulations on the great ratings that you've gotten with your shows and just the servant leadership heart that you have to be able to give your time to mentor others. Just, we all say thank you. So guys, with that, we'll be back next week on our countdown to 100. We're going to hear three, two, and number one, the number one episode of 100. Really excited to share that with you next week. So stick with us. We'll see you then. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.